0: Um, I think boys were a big deal to me in puberty. Like, everybody was, like, having their little boyfriends and things like that. But that's something that, like, I just never really figured out until
1: high school. Yeah, you either had a middle school boyfriend or you have a podcast now. my
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to this week of I Told My Stuffed Animals About Us. I
1: am Ashley. I'm Alicia.
0: And this week is um, a tender week for us we're going to take it take you all the way back to our adolescence, our preteen, our our pubescent years. I was
1: pre-preteen. Know.
0: Yeah, you were pretty young. So anyways, but this week we wanted to get a little heart to heart, little like sisterhood, girl talk <laughs> going about what it's like to grow up and have your body change and um, blossom into womanhood. What are all <sighs> the other gross metaphors that people use when
1: they talk about puberty? Um no, let me tell you when I got my first period my mother was like congrats you're a woman out and I just start bawling and she's like oh no that's so sad. I felt yeah. like
0: this is not having to do with puberty but when I felt like I became a woman for the first time is when I started getting cat called like when men were like, yelling at me on the street I was like this is a sure sign of womanhood <laughs>
1: oh, Okay I remember there was one
0: time where I was like with my family Like oh oh, yeah it was in Seattle, like on the street, and my dad was like, Whoa, like they're not allowed to
1: call you. My my family was in Mexico and my parents are like were not very street smart. So they like went to go like ask they weren't super far away, but they had wandered off. Like we could see them, but like they were not with us. But my sister and I I was fourteen and my sister was nineteen and we were getting cat called like by like people walking by by buses walking like driving past like pe- yeah and and we were like very upset about it. and we were like why the hell would you leave us there? and they're like it's fine and we're like it's not fine how to get abducted actually can you have a little bit more concern yeah where to
0: start well i guess like also to our listeners you might be like Ashley and Alicia why is this important why should we have these conversations um as you know we are very big into transparency in all things like we are going to be real with you guys about most things that we can be obviously there's safety issues and like our other human other interpersonal choices that we make as well to protect our friends identities and private information and things like that but i don't know we're also just great storytellers and these are great stories so you're going to be entertained at the very
1: least (laughs) also like not that this is like a sex ed course but comprehensive sex ed is very important um is i never got the talk did you get the talk no literally never yeah, I literally came home in, like, fifth or sixth grade, and I was like, Mom, we had health class then. She was like, oh, did they talk about inter- intercourse? And I said yes. And she's like, oh, good. I don't have to tell you then.
0: Okay, in sixth wow. grade, we had a lesson about, like, how babies develop, but nobody told me, like, what sex was yeah. until maybe ninth grade health class. Like, uh-huh. all of my pubescent years, I wasn't told about like yeah. sex, and I had the keeping and carrying of you book, which told mm-hmm. me about like what I was going to be going through. Yeah, but like, sorry to be crude, but, like I didn't know that guys' balls dropped for a lot of years. No, so, like, yeah, things like that. Were I just, also like, thought that
1: bad. that was a bit. Like, I didn't think that that yeah. was actually. I didn't think they literally dropped. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. Like all kinds <laughs> of weird things like that. That like nobody bothered to tell me because they just didn't yeah. think it was relevant to my life. And I mean like. I don't know, maybe at, like, six, I didn't need to know. But I think by a certain point, there is yeah. a level of... Anyways, like, so...
1: I remember in my mother's nightstand, I found this book that was, like, how to, like, how, like talk to your kids about blah, blah, blah. And I would read through it, and I... And there were, like, drawings, and I was, like, appalled. But I knew that she did not want me looking at it. But I was so curious, and if I asked anything, she would get mad. Um, yeah. And I, remember I don't like how I found out about sex it was in fifth grade and this boy in my class was like oh do you want to see something funny we were like oh no no." i i had a dictionary out he was like do you want to see something funny and he flips to the word sex and is like read that and i was like oh my god i well
0: first of all my brothers got the talk because they had like audio tapes that they listened to on the way to like football camp it was like a three-hour drive to wenatchee and they like listen to like the birds and the bee talk and they never did that with me and I don't know why my dad thought that was appropriate but that's that they sat there point. and listened to it with your that's dad wild. in the car driving to Wenatchee yeah so great for that's them so silly um I found out about sex through fan fiction so oh, um I had some friends who were more mature than I was at the yeah. age of 10 or 11 yeah. fifth grade and it was yeah basically porn like that's the how thing i, is, out it I is.
1: like knew what was good for me because in like sixth or seventh grade i started to read like one direction fanfic fan fiction mm-hmm. <laughs> um and i was reading there's this one story i really liked and she had given like a con- this was before content warnings sort were of a thing but like she gave a content warning was like by the way there's a sex scene here it's but like it won't be necessary to the plot like you can skip to the next chapter if you don't want to read it and i was like yeah you're right i don't want to read it um, which, like, these days, like, there are, like, 10-year-olds reading the raunchiest, most disturbing... Yeah,
0: that was 10-year-old. me. I had a quote-unquote friend recommend yeah. something that he knew would, like, give me nightmares. Just, like, crazy porn material, and I was like, oh my god. That gosh. feels like sexual harassment. It probably was. I mean, it was definitely... <laughs> unwarranted just me on my little kindle in the middle of the night like bug-eyed yeah (laughs) fanfiction.net really really took my innocence Uh, from me
1: yeah um oh but we wanted to talk firsts in growing up yeah into womanhood um i got my first period when i was nine i it was about two months before my 10th birthday but this is like normal for my family like all the women on both sides of my family got it around nine or 10. Um, and it, I, I woke up that it was, I actually remember the date. I think, I think it was March 16th. Um, I woke up and I like saw blood on my underwear, but for some reason I was like, okay. Also we hadn't had health class yet, but like I knew yeah. what it was cause I have an older sister and she would talk yeah. about it with my mom, but I saw it and for some reason I just like didn't process it in my head and I was like okay that's fine and then as the day went on I was like oh wait a minute I think I know what this is and I was like so grumpy that whole day my mom picks me up I think I went to uh theater after like rehearsals afterwards and she picks me up and I'm like being really quiet and she's like oh what's wrong and I was like oh I'm just cold and she was like no like what (laughs) and I was like how do you know if you got your period and she was like okay like I, we can go to the bathroom and check when when we're home and then she was like oh yeah you got your period and and then she made me trader Joe's cinnamon rolls and oh. now i don't like cinnamon rolls <laughs> um were you the first of your friends to get? Your oh card? absolutely yeah like by years
0: wow. um
1: it was so funny because i made this new friend in sixth grade and she got her first period around maybe like I want to say like sometime in the winter, like January or February. Mm-hmm. And she's like has me and my like childhood best friend, like the one that I'm still friends with. We were on the playground together, and she was like, "Guys, I like have something to tell you, but I like am scared to tell you because I don't know if you want to be friends with me afterwards." And we we're like, "Oh my god, like, what? And we we're like, "No, you can you can tell us anything." She's like, "I got my period," and I was like, "Bitch, that was two years ago for me. Like, what?" <laughs> <laughs> like why oh would I stop being friends yeah. with you it's um so but yeah I remember like I like honestly like, core memory I like was at a sleepover in fifth grade and everyone's talking about how scared they were and they're all like what do we do like what's the game plan like what happens if you get it at school and one of them was literally like I'm gonna ask the teacher if I can pull Alicia into the hallway and talk to her <laughs> like that was Aww. that was their game plan for what would happen if they got it at school that's so sweet. I know. Um, I don't remember, like,
0: <laughs> I don't have a great memory like you do. So I do remember, like, my first period was in junior high. I want to mm-hmm. say, like, end of seventh grade, start of eighth grade. So it was pretty late. Um, And I remember, yeah, it, like, didn't look the way that I thought it would. Like, it was, yeah. like, bright yeah. red nail polish. Like, yeah. You think. And it's, like, it's- Thick. i think i thought i shat my pants like, i'm pretty sure i thought like, <laughs> i pooped out of my vagina honestly i might have thought that too like i was like oh my god like what is wrong with me like what <laughs> happened um so i don't even remember if i told my mom for a couple days until i like figured it out like yeah oh gosh like this is what happened to me
1: and <laughs> She you wake like, up every morning like oh i shit myself again <laughs>
0: (laughs) yeah i was just like what is happening to me maybe i did ask my mom because at that point in my life i had had utis and so i had had like weird bodily functions where i was like my mom probably knows what's happening but yeah um yeah my i remember using panty liners instead of pads at first too i just like didn't know like what to use yeah and then yeah like i don't know or like the pads being too big because i was just like a small human trying right figure out what to do
1: yeah I remember I was in a cooking competition the next day like it was just like a kid's cook like it was just like at the school district um I did not win anything because my recipe required a lot of knives and they didn't like that um but that was like my the second day of my first ever period and I was so stressed because I needed to go there right after school and I was like oh my gosh what if I don't have time, and this was back when our flows were so light that I could just wear one pad before yeah. school and then change it when I got home. Yeah, and so I was yeah. like, "Mom, you need to bring me one when, like, when you drive me to the competition." And then I was like trying to be all discreet and like you know, like you you put put it up your sleeve and whatever. um and, Yeah, but, that was yeah, my we favorite trick.
0: It. I would yeah. put it in my boot, my ugg boot too, oh, like to hide the tampon.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And now I'm like okay, I think like in college and like late high school I just like didn't really like care anymore. But now that I'm like at work, I'm like, is it unprofessional to not, to like if I don't hide it?
0: Like, yeah. So I don't know.
1: Because also like I when I worked retail, like they would just have like tampons in the bag. Because like
0: yeah, my you know. last internship like my marketing internship they mm-hmm. had like a basket of like yeah feminine products yeah. which was really nice because then I wouldn't have to like yeah like walk back there with it
1: I remember one. when I worked at Panera Bread I got my period there and I asked this one girl she was like no and like she like points her arm like the next plan on and I was like dang it and then there were like not very many women working and I asked one of my managers, she's like, oh, past menopause. And I'm like, okay. And then I asked another one. She's like, oh, I haven't had a period in 10 years. And I'm like, please, can someone help me? <laughs> menstruating? Um, so I don't even remember how I, like, resolved that in the end. There's, I've done what? a lot of janky ways to, like, stop. Yeah. I might have by. just, like, done the toilet paper until I got home. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, why didn't I just, there was a Safeway next door. So I don't know why I didn't. I don't
0: know. That's also something just, like, growing up, like, was so foreign to me. It was just, like, let me just run to the store during yeah. my day. Even, like, in college, I would be, like, yeah. I, can't, I can't go anywhere. I have to be <laughs> yeah. doing yeah. what I'm doing. And I'm, like, you can leave. Like, Yeah. And now I'm, like, day.
1: lunch break. We're going to Trader Joe's to go, like, run errands. Um. Yeah.
0: Or I'll just be, like, I want coffee. Like, I'm just going to yeah. leave. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: <laughs> um.
0: Um, but, yeah, my first tampon story was memorable, which I think yeah. – I can't remember if we actually cut it or if it went in. But – like, I locked myself in the bathroom with my mom's, like, tampon with a cardboard applicator.
1: Your mom was going *Care in a view tampons. book.
0: A large Sprite. And just, like, went to town. I was like, I'm going to figure this out. And then I had a friend's pool party. It was my softball team, like, end of year yeah. pool party. Oh, so it must have been, like, the summer. Or, yeah. like, May or something. Because I was, like, determined to, mm-hmm. use, to get in the pool and to use a tampon. Um, but I couldn't tell, like when I was supposed to change it yet because I right. again it was like my first time and I was using like super pluses and so yeah. I remember just like having the worst time like in the bathroom trying to figure out yeah. like because it, it sucks for those of you who have never used a tampon before pulling it out when it's not time to pull it it, out. oh my god literally the Ugh. worst feeling in the whole wide
1: world yeah I remember that page in the care and keeping of you traumatized me and I like asked my sister I'm like why is she smiling she was like well would you rather she be crying I'm like okay that's a fair point but, like, nobody's smiling as they put in a tampon. No, I <laughs> – So, yeah, as a nine-year-old, my mom was like, yeah, no. that, And that's why I, like, stopped swimming for, like, so many years. Mm-hmm. Um, I was literally, like, in swim classes, like, the week that I got it, and she just, like, abruptly pulled me out. And I don't know if she told them why. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, – yeah, I used pads exclusively for, like, several years. Like, that's just... I think there were some times when I, like, had tried to use a tampon, and I just, like, never put it in far enough and mm-hmm. would walk around, and, like, that, that's just not comfortable. And so mm-hmm. I was, like, I just, like... Gave, I would, like, try it every, like, first day of my period, and if it didn't happen, then I was, like, next month. Um, But oh, yeah. it was... <laughs> the reason I started using tampons was my... First boyfriend, this was like freshman year of high school. Um we had like talked about periods and he just like insinuated that I use tampons. Like that that sounds really weird, but it was like a normal conversation. Like it assumed that like that would be and I was like, Oh shit, this is the expectation. I really need to learn know how to use a (laughs) tampon. So funny. Um, Um so yeah, I think, and I think it was just, like, trial and error in the bathroom, like, I asked a lot of friends, like, like, yeah, because you kind of have to figure out the angle at first. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I remember it was, like, I was in volleyball throughout most of my Mm. life, and I remember, like, tampons and thongs were, like, two Mm. things that, like, I just, like, felt were, like, Necessary parts of like mm-hmm. being a teenage volleyball player, like in order yeah. to like be a cool girl, like that's what they all wore. Is like they all yeah. use tampons, and they all wore thongs, and therefore, like yeah. Yeah. I need to no. like, level up into the that, gym like, bathroom. The yeah, no, bathroom, like because yeah. you're all there, and like or they talk about panty lines, and I'd be like, oh no, yeah. like, I'm so no. young and immature because I have panty lines. Yeah.
1: Which I'm like, now I'm like, I don't care. Like, I'll go to the gym and like, I'm not going to change my underwear to go. So I'm like, no if you're staring, that's, 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 yeah. 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 For your first period, do
0: you want to talk about your last period? (laughs) Um, Well, I'm presently bleeding. Mm -hmm. Um, Things I do different now. The one thing that I would totally recommend is heat pads. Mm. I've had like really rough cramps for most Mm. of my period. Like, I would call out sick because I'd, like, run a fever yeah. and, like, have, like, really terrible, like, day two period pains. Um, but now I have Squish, who is a wormy, yeah. and I would totally recommend for people who have, even if you just, like, like, a heating pad, like, if you're, right. I don't know, like, a runner and you get cramps or something, like, mm-hmm. I love it. It's really nice. Um, definitely heating pads. I take a lot of Advil or Tylenol or ibuprofen yes. or whatever. Um, but I've also been into the menstrual cup scene, um, mm. and I really, really like it. Um, yeah for me, it's really convenient because you don't have to like remember to bring tampons or pads. Right. Because it's just like it's always you know. on you. Two, it's sustainable. Like I feel like yeah. the, the waste created is pretty minimal. Um, I do own two menstrual cups because I've forgotten yeah. them places. And so it's nice to have. It's like, nice to swap them out. out. Like you have yeah. time to wash um, and them. And they're different sizes too, which is also yeah. nice. Um, it was hard to learn to use, it is scary to change. Yeah. Um, what? I feel like a biohazard every time I walk anywhere. And the other thing is, like, they're supposed to last 12 hours. I've never had that happen, like, at least for the first couple days of my period. And so, like, I do have to sort of coordinate, like, okay, when do I need mm. to, like, do my business? Um, I have changed it on a plane. Like, I was on a long-haul flight. Yeah. It was literally scary. So horrible and like terrifying. Definitely would like x-gate modes for my period, yeah. but I've I really liked it and it really helps with my cramps because again, like that's been a really big issue for me and menstruating, mm-hmm. and it like removes that problem a lot. So what and I can sleep brand? in it, like it's it's really really nice. What brand do you use? I use. That's so a really good question. I'll have to look it up. I'll, put, I'll put, put the link in the comments below. But I did one of those, like, quizzes where it's, like, yeah. what menstrual cup is yeah, yeah, yeah. for you, depending on, like, if you've done this before, like, what you're yeah. looking to spend. Um, I, I don't know the size of my cervix. I don't know if that's, like, a common yeah. fact that most people know, but that's something that, like...
1: I feel like nobody knows unless insertion. unless you have an IUD inserted or a baby outserted. What's the opposite yeah. of inserted? The
0: other thing is if you um keep your nails long i've noticed like when i have mm. fake nails like it just sucks like it's just yeah. a lot harder to use Same with like, like scratch yeah. myself like it's just yeah. not a good choice and
1: that's why the gay girlies keep
0: their nails short okay well if you i won't go there <laughs> we'll talk
1: about, <laughs> about sex but um uh yeah i am part of the period panty gang my sister got me on that train and i really like it because again like i also don't have to change it i know i there's i have a lot of friends who are like oh my flow is too heavy for those and you still end up changing them i like the first few days i wear one pair during the day and one at night but then like the rest of the time i can just wear one throughout the entire like i'll change it when i shower at night and then wear it throughout the day until the next shower um yeah sustainability a plus um and like i know it's definitely an investment but if you think about how much money you spend on like other period products like Mm -hmm. it is it's like an investment um no my last period um fun fact i bleed with the full moon and ashley Mm -hmm. bleeds with the new moon um and there's like there's like research behind that we don't have to get into that but like um yeah my last one was honestly probably the easiest period of my life I don't know if it's at first I was like oh it's because I'm on antidepressants now um but I've also seen a lot of people say that theirs gets worse um Mm, mm -hmm. so I don't know I just I didn't realize it was happening because I like didn't want to kill myself before so
0: yeah that's really nice I found that like my period changes when I drink too, which is also mm. strange. I don't know if it's like a dehydration thing. Yours like, are so like,
1: sensitive.
0: Yeah, it's so interesting. Or like when I travel, I didn't get my period for three months when I was abroad, mm-hmm. and I thought I was pregnant. I was like, I'm convinced that tango yeah. made me pregnant. Like something happened, and like yeah. I am going to be the next
1: Virgin Mary. Um, do you want to talk bras? Yeah. Um. Also humiliating. One time, it was uh, fourth grade. I was at, um, I don't know if this is a, a chain that is recognized across anywhere beyond Washington because I haven't seen one, but, uh, Payless, the shoe store, mm-hmm. um, I was there with my mom, and my sister, and I was walking back and forth, trying on shoes and they were giggling and I was like, what's going on? And my sister says, "Or well, no, she no, my sister like won't say it. My mom's like, you need a bra. And I started crying because what the fuck? Um, and so I got some cute training bras and I was like, okay, this is fine. And then people started being like, why do you have, like, why do you have so many straps? Like, cause no one else had one at the time uh-huh. and I'd be wearing like a tank top or like a cam and people would be like, why are there so many layers? And I'm like, so I stopped because I was embarrassed.
0: Uh-huh. Um,
1: and then eventually I was like, no, I need, I-, mm, I probably, I think once our other people started getting bras, like the next year I was like, okay, we're in this together. I definitely remember those camis being, like,
0: part of my training bra repertoire because it felt like a bra because it was, like, the wire or, like, the elastic. And I think same thing. Like, I didn't get a bra until maybe, like, I did the little, like, tanky top, tanky training bras for a while. Maybe, like, end of elementary school. But then, yeah, my fun fact is I've actually never gone to a bra store to be sized. Um, I've just always ordered them online because I'm, like, Mm. I'll figure it out myself. Um, and that's like still nerve wracking. Like people who like go to Victoria's Secret. Yeah, just, I measure like, it myself, actually, I think. Get measured. Yeah, no, that's yeah. horrifying to just, me. Victoria's Secret like, like, lies to you. Yeah, they do. Like, not everyone, but like, my mom would have taken me like Macy's or Sears or something. Oh, and like, yeah. to have some like 70 year old woman like tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Like, I should be sized. Like, that sounds horrifying. So, um, yeah, it was also just something that I was like, I'm just gonna figure it out. Like, I've got this. Like, don't worry, mom. Um, yeah so I wore yeah a lot of little tank tops and I also just
1: think those are like even now like I still wear bralettes that are just like same tank tops <laughs> same I like ha- yeah I well this is what I was like if you about but like yeah for a while I was like no I like need all the help I can get but now I'm at a point where I'm like I just don't care anymore like I it'll, no. like I wear all the like the parade bralettes or like I'll wear like a thin yeah. sports bra and I'm like it doesn't really matter
0: true womanhood is transitioning from like tankinis like the box, to like yeah. the push-up like extra yeah. layered bra and then yeah. back to like no bra or like the yeah. lightest bra material you can find yeah.
1: yeah and like it wasn't even like i know a lot of people are like oh bras are uncomfortable i never felt like that it was just like one day i just like it doesn't matter and i don't need to spend that much money on that like yeah needs-
0: Yeah, yeah. I've gotten to the point um, where, like, that's what ends my workday is, like, I take my shoes off, I take my bra off, like, that's it. Like, I'm not Mm -hmm. leaving the house again.
1: Mm -hmm. Did you see they
0: updated the care and keeping of you? Yes. Okay, so actually there was a really cool exhibit at um, Mm -hmm. the American Museum know the Smithsonian Museum of American History <laughs> and it was a whole exhibit on girlhood yes. and it was just this idea of like mm. girlhood's inherently political because people like to mm-hmm. tell women what they can and can't do especially like in that age yeah. and you know what it, what does it mean to be a teen girl when it comes to style and education mm-hmm. and work and all these different things but uh, there was um a copy of the care and keeping of you book but it wasn't the old one it was the new one Aww. and it was really cool so um and that's but there's all these different versions of like how-to books for girls because that's always been something that's super common is like telling women like what they should and shouldn't do like you don't see that as much for guys um maybe guys are just illiterate
1: (laughs) no that book was honestly like so comforting to me like I, I like how comprehensive it was. Because, like, yes, it was there for us when we needed to put it learn how to put in a tampon. And then we would go to the boob page to be like, what stage am I at? Like, come on. Yeah. Um, but I also, like, I know they had, like, a lot of stuff on, like, nutrition. And I remember being like, okay, these are the foods that I can eat for this, like, purpose. And, yeah, I remember it just... Because a lot of the t- I don't know. I... I know there's a lot of girlies who can go and talk to their, like, ask their mom questions about things. I am not one of them. Um, So I really liked getting to read that book. And I really like that they're updating it. Um, They've updated it for, like, more modern things. Because, like, now we're, like, more educated on, like, gender and sexuality. And there's just a lot more to girlhood and womanhood than we have realized in the past.
0: And it also talked about, like, the emotional side yeah. of it, too. Like, you might feel different things. Like, you might um, just, like, see life changes happening around mm-hmm. you. And I think that was really important to just, like, to know that as I was going through those. Because, again, like, I was a late bloomer in that sense. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: And so it was just nice to be like, okay, there is an explanation for, like, why all this is happening. And I have a better grasp on what's going on. Mm-hmm. I know American Girl also, not to, like, become an American Girl podcast, <laughs> But they do have, like, books on communications, like, for your mm-hmm. feelings. And I remember, like, friendships, yeah. they taught me, like, how to write a thank you note. Like, I think they did really <laughs> great when it came to just, like, here are some tips and tricks on, like, how to live your life better. And, mm-hmm. you know, take it as you will. It was never, like, you have to do this. It was more just, like, these are pieces of life information that can benefit you. What
1: happened? I got a Discord notification. again. I literally get one every single time we record. Um. no and for christmas in sixth grade my my mom got me the um a smart girl's guide to friendships because i was having problems with that girl who thought that we wouldn't be friends with her Mm -hmm. we knew she got her period um that girl was something else (laughs) um but yeah i think I don't know, it's cool how American Girl has evolved, like, with, like, meme culture and whatnot, like, and people. I think also just this focus that we have more heavily on, like, your inner child. And, like, I think that's really cool. Um, And, like, people have, like, gone back to, like, okay, this is what we enjoyed about childhood. Like, a lot of that is things like American Girl. And... Yeah, I don't know, it's it's nice and nostalgic, but we have a new lens on it, and that's really cool.
0: Yeah. I also
1: appreciated, again, like,
0: this conversation about, like, girlhood is political, and mm-hmm. all these different narratives about, like, what a girl should or shouldn't be, or, like, can and can't do, and yeah. I always felt, like, naturally, American Girl is very girl power, but not in, like, a, mm-hmm. like, discard your girl in this sort of way, but, like, yeah. embrace, what you love like chase after yeah. your hobbies you know all the different dolls i really <laughs> loved i don't know if they still do it but like every year yeah girl um, of the Royal year life girl that they yeah. would make into an american girl doll in her story and it would be you know a gymnast or yeah. somebody who raised service dogs and like all these different authentic american girls stories to talk about like yeah this girl might be more of a tomboy but she's still Part of the mm-hmm. story, and she's doing great things and she's learning life lessons. Julie was legendary. Things. Yeah, or this girl's very girly girl and mm-hmm. loves um, pink and ribbons and bows, but yeah. she's just as valid. Like, I, I just loved how yeah. it was very authentic and empowering for each of them. And they all yeah. made bad choices. They all did the wrong yeah. thing sometimes, or they got jealous, or they didn't burn their sister's manuscript or anything, mm-hmm. but there was lots
1: of trauma. I mean, Felicity, Felicity had, had slaves, slaves, so there's that. Yeah. Um, so. But no, this this year's girl of the year is the first ever South Asian American girl. Um mm. I think she does like Bollywood dance. Um mm. I remember seeing an ad for it um like a month ago. That's but so yeah, cool. that's really cool. Um And that's also
0: something that they talk about is like um being a first generation immigrant mm-hmm. or um even Addie, she's one of the historical yeah. dolls like she was a slave and mind you like that narrative probably could have been better than what it was but you know just the sort of idea Mm -hmm. of like throughout history it has impacted our idea of like what girls are and Mm -hmm. what they should be and i don't know i i was a huge fan of the idea and i loved all the little books i had like a whole collection
1: um i think i know the answer but for the audience who like who are you most akin to
0: yeah i like to say kit kitridge because she's a journalist Mm -hmm. and um she (laughs) her brother was hot
1: (laughs) uh sorry that's i'm not saying that ashley's brother is hot that was just like that's my note on her
0: (laughs) and she had a little beagle and i really loved her wooden Mm. scooter that she made a beagle basset hound oh my gosh she has a little brown dog
1: (laughs) with floppy ears yes and Um, a bitch-ass uncle
0: (laughs) <laughs> i really really loved samantha because i really wanted to have a turret and to have like books at the top and okay. i liked that she was like turn of the century like automobiles and like still frilly dresses and things like that like okay. if i could romanticize any time period it would be like the mm-hmm. 1900s 1910s so mm-hmm. she was always like queen of my heart but i think if i had to like be somebody it'd probably be kit
1: yeah yeah I loved Kaya. She was the first one I ever read, and she's also a horse girl. Um, Mm -hmm. But they retired her, like, really soon after I got into American Girl. Um, I think I kind of latched on to Felicity because, naturally, that's the next horse girl. Um, But I, yeah, I really liked Josefina. And, oh, and when Julie came out, I was like, this is the one. Um, yeah. cause like she was so cool and like she, she was in the basketball, which like I had a basketball phase back when I was considered tall. Um, yeah. and like she, her bed was so cool. Like that was like my dream room. Yeah. Um, and then she had Ivy as her best friend. <laughs> yes. Yes. Her best friend was Chinese. Um, um, they had that book, good luck Ivy. Um, and mm-hmm. she celebrates Lunar New Year, which is oh, the yeah. day Happy that we are recording right now happy lunar new year should i drop my venmo so people can send me money no uh-huh. <laughs> if you'd like
0: um <laughs> yeah my mom really loved julie because she like grew up Aww. in the 70s so it's like yeah nostalgic. i
1: remember i can't remember how i felt about molly but i just i remembered i really liked that she had the victory garden um oh yeah i
0: liked that she was a little dancer but i just didn't like yeah her that person was person very much right i liked her little british remember?
1: exchange student better she played bomb shelter with her British exchange student who had bomb trauma.
0: <laughs> yeah, Molly was, like, not very culturally aware. So, and I she was that, like, such
1: an, like, she wanted attention,
0: like. I know, but I get that that's also in the narrative of, like, yeah. World War II, like, didn't always right. feel real.
1: Yeah, and, like, her dad was away, and she had a lot of, like, I, I get it. And, like, she's, they're literally all, like, 10, 11 years old, so, like, what yeah. can you expect? Um, I wonder when they all got their first periods. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember any of that. Well, I don't think they address it, but I'm like, when do you think they would? (laughs) New tag yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Should I message one of the meme accounts? Yeah.
0: Figure out when they started going through puberty.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, did you feel like you had to discard anything from childhood when you, like, got to middle school? Like, did you feel like you had to, like, change or like yeah.
1: anyway. Cuz I was like I w- I've always been a weird kid. And then I get to middle school and everyone's like doing their makeup in the bathroom and like I don't know I I don't want to I don't wanna sound anti-woman, but there's a lot of girls who just like were so different from me um like their upbringings were different. And like they like these were girls who would go to Lululemon every weekend. I'm like, I do not have that money or like that is not the way my family spends money. And they like, yeah, people would be stopped. I do know I was just so conscious of the fact that I looked different than them Mm -hmm. and that I like had different interests and we had different like values at home. I don't know. And so I feel like I kind of. Even though I hit puberty pretty early, like, I kept my, like, youthful whimsy for quite a while, and I felt like, like, when I hit seventh grade, I'm like, no boy's gonna like me if I act like this. None of the girls are gonna be nice to me if I act like this. Um... But like mm-hmm. it's really hard to like change your personality, you know, and so like, I definitely like, I found a lot of friends who are similar to me in that way. Like I <laughs> I had this tactic back in the day, anytime I'd go to like somewhere for the first time, like a school or like church pull up for the first time, I'd wear my One Direction t-shirt. Cause that was such an easy way to make friends with people who are like me. Um, and it, like it works, like first ever um, class in middle school. I wore a One Direction shirt and I talked, and when we introduced ourselves, I, like, said that I like One Direction, and that's why I made my first friend in middle school, um, so, like, I definitely found a lot of people who were, like, growing at the same pace as me, but I definitely did feel, like, I felt like there was always eyes, like, judging eyes, and
0: yeah, I didn't have an older sister or anything like that, so mm-hmm. I really didn't know, like, what I was supposed to do, like, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. once I got to that age as well, so I think that was, like, a big learning curve for me, was trying to figure out, like, What are you guys even talking about? Like, what? How do I even get concealer? Like, what? Mm. Like, where do you buy mascara? Like that sort of thing. Like, I just didn't know any of the the cheat codes for like what was supposed to be happening. Um, I felt like I was ready to grow up in a lot of senses. Like, I was ready Mm. to like go to homecoming and like put on dances and like move into that next phase of life. I think for me, it was more just like I didn't feel like I had any of the tools to do it Mm. the right way. Mm -hmm. I remember this one time, like I had a sunburn and I didn't have concealer, so I used like. Glittery eyeshadow to like cover up my sunburn, and I like volleyball teammates were like, Why is your face glittery? And I was like, I have no idea, like, that's so weird. Like, just yeah. gaslight them, no, yeah, didn't know what else yeah. to do, you know, like, I just felt like I was a step behind in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm, and I didn't mm-hmm. like catch up really. I mean, I still feel like that sometimes where I'm like, yeah. what do you guys like all put your work stuff in when you carry it to commute? You know, like do we all yeah. like own cute purses now? Or are we using backpacks still? Okay. Like
1: no, I use my backpack. Um, my like work bestie came in with a backpack, and then um, like a few months in was like, I'm buying a purse now. Like I can't, like, I have a big girl job, I have to use a purse, and I'm like, no no know.
0: there's things like that where I'm like I just don't I still don't know I still don't know how yeah. to keep up with you guys so honestly I
1: don't notice what other people use so I don't think they're gonna notice
0: no um, I don't think like in the big sc- scheme of life right it's not important
1: but in the little day-to-day it, it does like, feel I want to make sure yes. that I'm there um oh um what was the first makeup product that you bought
0: um, I didn't buy makeup for myself for a lot of mm-hmm. years. Like, like I would what is, get what was gifted, like, you little, own? probably, like, lip gloss or something, though. Like, those yeah. little, like, kits, you know, where it came with the little brushes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, like, a little palette.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. um, I was really into, like, acting and theater. Mm-hmm. And so people would give me, like, face yeah. paints or things like that to use. Um, First thing I actually bought was probably, like, foundation or... Mm-hmm something like more full face because I was like oh shoot I gotta catch up I would steal a lot of my mom she's a big clinic yeah. girly, and they give a lot of free gifts like oh free yes blush yes. palettes or like mascara or whatever so I just stole a lot or like <laughs> lipsticks I have a lot of red lipsticks so yeah um yeah I think my
1: first purchases were in like eighth grade and I remember buying a Maybelline mascara it was the purple and blue one um mm. and then eyeliner I think was also maybelline i I used to only put eyeliner on my bottom lash line um so we've come a long way yeah um and then uh the l'oreal true match powder in c5 because i thought it was cool tone back then um and but yeah i would also like go like i had this routine of like before i'd shower i'd like practice makeup with my sister's stuff and she at this point Was in her emo phase, so it was lots of dark purples and blues, and that this was back when like there were no brushes, like it was just that foam paddle. And good lord, I'm so glad we've made strides in the beauty industry. Yep.
0: Remember when we put foundation on with our hands?
1: Remember those triangle wedges? Oh yeah, (laughs) the little like powder circle guys yeah i remember the wedges too would come like kind of attached and you'd have to pull them apart yeah Uh, no and um
0: after school drama club we'd get like big bags and we'd have to like use different wedges every night we'd go through like three bags in a show yeah
1: anyways is there anything you miss from that era
0: broadly i miss i don't know i think life just felt simpler you know Mm -hmm. like when you're in middle school, like the biggest thing is moving on to high school. Like I feel mm-hmm. like
1: uh, so much of my life I was, was fighting demons but
0: Okay, yeah. Like I was a very angry middle schooler. I was dealing mm-hmm. with a lot of things at home. Yeah. Um but I think in the abstract, like being a middle schooler like was just a like weird in-between phase in mm-hmm. life, but also it felt like a lot of cool things were coming. Like everything mm-hmm. looking forward felt good and exciting, and I think that's something that like not that adulthood is bad, but it's very mm-hmm. different where you're like, yeah. oh my gosh, I know that homecoming's coming, or I know that we're gonna start applying for colleges, and I know that mm-hmm. like, you know, AP classes, like everything just oh seems gosh. like bigger yeah. and better. And like, there's a very few chances in your life when everything is like sort of lined up for you. Like, yeah.
1: That. Yeah, I did. Even though like those were things that stressed me out to know that they were looming, it was nice to know what would happen. Now. Like, you kind of like logically can be like, Okay, after middle school is high school, and these are the things that you do in high school, and after that is college. And now it's mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't even know what's gonna happen tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. not even just in like, like the way that we've learned, like, oh, like e- expect the unexpected or whatever. But it's like, yeah, it's truly like you don't know what's gonna happen at work. You don't know when you're well, you know when your next job is because tomorrow is your next job. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, fair. like all these, you know, <laughs> like we can't, we don't actually have a projection of the next life stage, and I think, um connecting back to our postgrad pod but like that's what is so scary about this time is that for the first time we are like looming over the edge and not knowing where that where we're gonna fall yep and oops yeah I don't, I don't miss okay maybe i miss like the innocence of like logging on to Wattpad after school and like Like looking at Tiger Beat magazine, but like really, I there I don't think there's anything I like truly miss. Like that was oh no, you know what I miss?
0: It was the golden Mm -hmm. age of dystopian films. Oh god, yes, coming out like what I would give
1: to watch Hunger Games for the first time again. Percy (laughs) Jackson, like I love Divergent. Like I read it. Just so many great YA adaptions Like everything
0: was on the horizon. Like the Selection book series was supposed to get turned into a movie. Did you know I met the author, Kira
1: Cass? Yeah, she went to she was at the UW library once, so my friend and I went and I didn't have any of the books because I was only allowed to like get library books. So I had her sign my sketchbook. Oh, Yeah. She's so cool. Yeah, she was um, really nice. Yep. Yeah.
0: But it was it was the golden <laughs> age of the YA novel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. In that sense, I don't know. I like there's a lot of ways that I feel bad for today's adolescence, like them growing up with social media has changed so much, but I'm like, you will never I don't There's so many things like media it's just changed. So like with like this, we don't get like those YA series anymore. And also like the way rom-coms used to be not happening anymore. Um, yeah. The yeah. last production of media
0: is great, but it's also terrible. I also, it was fun to be on like social media. Like when we all had our like mm-hmm. stupid phones that like didn't really have front facing cameras. Like you have to turn the camera around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, or yeah. All the filters, like the, uh-huh what's it called the vignette where like it like oh yeah corners. okay
1: you know what i miss is going into the photo booth on your laptop and with all the filters and like we'd be in like science class being trying yeah. like trying to be discreet and be like get in my photo yeah that that was fun um i remember or, like, you, like, you you was, were... like the school issued tablets during, yes like, exactly what i was whatever. gonna say they're like this was when they're first like pioneering like laptops in classes like this was back when like I remember when we first started. It was like, okay, return your laptop at the end of the day, like make sure it's plugged in, and then they started being like, okay, you can take these home, and like, yeah, that was also. Like in your high school,
0: we all had like Microsoft surfaces that we were school issued, Mm -hmm. and they came with like a little pen and all this stuff. It was very, it was revolutionary.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, pop culture moment of the week. Um, Love Island UK is back. Ah. Um, I. <clears throat> <clears throat> sorry there's shit in my throat um i don't, I don't like it, it's too early to like say anything like people are like oh it's boring i'm like it's the first week of course it's boring yeah. um but they're bringing in today they brought in like past contestants on love island australia which like there's just so many weird thoughts about that like what like what does what purpose does that serve because like people will be like oh you're from ireland and i'm from england like how are we like one of us is gonna have to move afterwards it's like so what are you gonna do about someone who falls in love with an australian like what what's Mm. you know yeah that's mine yeah the bachelor comes back tomorrow
0: which is more my speed because it's once a week i can keep up with that
1: Mm. um cut invited the bachelor to do truth or drink but he couldn't say anything he just drank the whole time because he can't reveal anything about the season um, did you see that Netflix
0: is doing, like, um, all of the rejects from their dating show? Oh. Dating show?
1: Uh-uh.
0: I don't remember what it's called, but it's, like, people from The Circle, people <laughs> from Love is Blind, people uh-huh. from Too Hot to Handle. Like, they're all, like, they're taking all these, like, not partnered up castmates and putting them... Like, in, like people who got month.
1: dumped or, like, people who never got picked to be Both. on the show? So, like, some of them oh, are wow. just terrible people, but
0: some of them <laughs> are just, like, looking for love again. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. That's fun, but I think it'd be silly. Yeah.
1: Um, what have your stuffed animals been up to?
0: Not much for usual.
1: Um, no, yes. Squish and
0: I have been hanging out. We've been working together a lot more. Mm. Um, I'm wondering if I can like infuse Squish with more lavender scent. Mm. Like if if I dumped oil on him. Yeah, he's, I was going to say the um, microwave. So many times he smells like microwave.
1: Ew. Uh, or just, like, no, one of. Wanna... I slept over at one of our friends' places um, at the end of the school year, and she was like, do you want me to spray Eeyore with lavender? I'm like, sure.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Ask him. No, I'll just get some oil. Yeah. Um, I, I feel, well, if you can get a spray, or you know what you can do is diffuse the oil into a spray. Um, oh, yeah. Like, you can look up the dilution rules, but that'll probably just be like easier. Soaking. Yeah. No, mm. Mm-hmm um yeah
0: what have your stuffed animals been up to um
1: literally nothing um really excited for valentine's day in webkins world because there's going to be a pink pool table as well as a neon sign that says love so i think i want to either make a dive bar reputation style or i'm going to make the love island villa that's cute Mm-hmm.
0: I've been thinking about getting Oliver some new gear for Valentine's Day because I mm-hmm. saw the gift Longhorn, which comes with the yes. bow and the the headband, and I think that'd be really cute to get him. But shipping is so much from Build a Bear that I'm like, okay, I have to buy other things, and mm. I have not been budgeting his clothing
1: accordingly. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, there's always next year.
0: So true. Um, um emojis. Oh, my gosh. I made Haley take my phone. Stay there. I think it's the sobbing one, though. Okay. My emoji usage. I've been sending a lot of cowboy. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh, I have beans toward the top because I told (laughs) so many cool beans. Yeah. And I also have both the red dancer, the disco dancer, Mm -hmm. and the disco ball in my recents. Oh,
1: God. Um, Well, my recents are, like, a lot of, like, Chinese New Year ones. Um. Uh, but maybe, like, the thermometer mouth. I like to use that one, like, kind of, like, when you're disappointed in someone. Like, womp womp. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Um,
0: my friends and I met some guys from West Point, so I've been sending them the salute emoji, like, very unironically, and they hate it. (laughs) Um, closing remarks?
1: Um, stay safe. Um... Don't get other people sick. Um, um, Happy Lunar New Year. Don't bully people when you see them carrying tampons around. Um, Well, that's all, folks.